Today on the show, we're talking to a former professional athlete who has made the switch to, can you guess what industry? Commercial real estate, of course, specializing uh, in office in Perth, WA, Western Australia. So stick around. Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. Hello and welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. My name is Darren Krakowiak. I help commercial real estate leaders to develop their people and to grow their business. As always, really appreciate you taking the time to join us for another episode. And if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast player and you're not already subscribed to the show, get into your Maybe you're listening on Apple Podcasts, for example, hit that plus button and make sure that you are subscribed so you do get informed whenever we do release a new episode. And the more subscribers we have, the more that the algorithm gods will be, of course, recommending the podcast to more people who may be interested. Very, very Excited to introduce you today to our special guest, Brent Griffiths. Brent Brent is the Director of Office uh, Sales and Leasing at Realmark Commercial, which is a a very large agency around 250 people in Perth, Western Australia. And we're, we're going to be speaking to Brent, well, right now. Brent Griffiths, welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. Hey, Brent, you've being a professional athlete before you started in commercial real estate. So I thought that would be a, a good place for us to begin. Can you tell us about your past as an athlete playing soccer professionally? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, feels like a long time ago now, to be completely honest. But um, I played for professionally for about 10 years over um, five different um, countries. Um, so started in the UK and then um, sort of segued, that was my junior careers and then sort of segued over to, to Australia where I played seven years for Perth Glory and Wellington Phoenix and then eventually in Central Coast Mariners where we where we won the A-League with um, uh, the 2012-13 team where we also had uh, Graham Arnold was our head coach. Um, so it was a great experience. And then um, sort of in the latter years finished up in Malaysia and Indonesia. Awesome. Awesome. And how did you eventually land in commercial real estate after such a, a great experience in five different countries playing sport competitively? <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty diverse um, background from the two. But my basically, my father was always in um, property as a developer and also um, builder. And then in the later years, we did some sort of syndications and such through uh, some of the footballers I knew and, and personally. And Always found it quite interesting to see how these product projects sort of got off the ground and came to fruition. And I think it was a natural progression into um, property. And I, f- I found my niche in commercial property through um, through my father and also actually a, a gentleman called Nick Tana, who um, anyone in the eastern states is definitely WA might have heard of um, Chicken Treat and Red Rooster. Um, so they they originally started um, Chicken Treat. So uh, he he was the previous owner of Perth Glory and uh, gave me an opportunity in property through his his son in law. So how does competitive sport prepare you for a career in commercial real estate? What can you draw from that experience that you could bring into our industry? Yeah, look, I, like like anything, obviously, um, there's, there's competition in, in in any levels of life. Um, it depends on what what stage you want to get to and how how high performing you want to be. But I think the simple principles from sport 
um, relay into any sort of working life and working career is, you know, ensuring that I'm eating right, drinking um, water, sleeping. Um, I have a, a plan in mind of what it is that I wanted to do. Um, I'm structured in my day and, um, and I know what my outcomes and what my overall goals are. And I, I think that can be transitioned in, into any sport and any working career. And now your dad obviously had that experience in property, but what did you have to do to develop yourself to become a credible practitioner in commercial real estate? Yeah, I, I think my mentality, and I, and I I dare say this is hard to, to tell some of the younger people coming into the industry these days because everything seems quite instant with the likes of TikTok and Instagram and overnight success. But you know, my football career, soccer career didn't happen overnight. It happened over, you know, 20 odd years of, you know, day in, day out, going down to the field and training. And um, basically my, although I, I must admit, I didn't love property or commercial real estate when I fell into it. I I did, however, had the mentality that if I put my mind to it and really persisted and and, and sort of mastered the skill of of commercial real estate, that I would eventually be good at it and and that could lead on to other areas and basically I, I would dare say the first two years especially in 2016 when I came into it, it was quite depressed um the market but after about a year and a half I had some small wins that um made me realize that if I did x and I did it consistently that then I would get the out- outcome of y and as I would get better and better and better and put more hours into it then you know my career would blossom and I'm pretty thankful that I, I took that um, philosophy from football and my sporting career into commercial real estate and, and really just persisted with it. And has your career sort of gone as you would have expected or have there been some some surprises along the way that you can share? Um, look, yeah, I think, you know, I, I you know, taking from your sort of one of your modules of having a growth mindset, um, I always believe I've had that um, you know, can-do attitude and the growth mindset that even the setbacks that I would learn from it in lieu of, you know, oh, I wish I was doing something else. Like I, I mentioned before, it was a pretty depressed market in, in 2016 when I came into it. Um, you know, I, I, I used to hear stories that, you know, you'd get multiple offers on properties when the first day it came to market. And I, 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 I've never really saw that. Um, so it just made me realize that I have to work a little bit harder and smarter. Um, so probably, you know, you would hear the, the war stories of the, the war veterans that have been around for years saying that, you know, they're lining up and they used to be able to bring multiple offers to landlords and, and that sort of thing. And I never saw that. So, um, I, I guess, um, for me hearing that and, and probably realizing that it was, I was going to have to really work hard, uh, doing it was probably the biggest surprise, um, but like I said, I, I just think the persistence on on, on doing it. Um, but I, I guess the other side of it was I really enjoyed, really, really enjoyed the face-to-face, the contact, the meetings, the, you know, coffees, the catch-ups and that. It was taking me into different diverse backgrounds and it could be anything from mining to, you know, um, education to retail side of it. And it was pretty, pretty diverse. So there was lots of different areas and, and categories that I was dealing with. You mentioned TikTok and Instagram before. I'd like to ask you about LinkedIn because I've been quite impressed since I've known you with your uh, profile building efforts on LinkedIn. You're quite uh, successful in terms of generating engagement and also in some way leveraging some of your past uh, experience in professional sports. So what specific recommendations would you have for people listening on how they can stand out in their market from a personal branding perspective? Yeah. Um, well, thank you. First of all, I appreciate the, uh, the, the kind words. Um, 
LinkedIn and, and any social media platform is just a way of showing yourself, I think, in a and 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 I think being your true self on social media is probably the best way. And people can feel that um, no matter what it is that you're doing. Um, LinkedIn was probably the easiest way for me in a professional um, environment to be able to show what it was previously that I did and what I'm doing now and then have those synergies link up. I didn't feel like I can do that as well on, say, um, Facebook um, or Instagram. And, um, and and I haven't tried TikTok because I'm terrible at videos, uh, or I think I am. But I, I think the ultimately the, my one bit of advice to someone would be that if you have a, a, a love or a passion that you do outside of your working career, um, maybe try and find a way in which that you can bring them two together. And I, I think through, from my side of it is, I, I, I'd like to think that I can have a joke about myself and um, I like to feel that, you know, um, I can try and bring a bit of humour into some of the stuff I do. Um, and and then obviously, if it needs to be serious, I can take that serious side as well. So fo- football and sport is a really easy pathway to bring people together. Um, and and I, I feel like, um, although it seems like I'm leveraging that position, it feels quite natural for me. That's good advice. Thanks for sharing that. Now, RealMark is quite a force in Perth, and for our listeners outside of WA, though, they're probably not familiar with the brand. So can you tell me a little bit about the business and what sets it apart from other agencies? Yeah. Now, RealMark is actually a a bit of a household name in in WA. Um, It's been around for 33 years now um, and actually, believe it or not, started in commercial real estate, but then probably got its most success in uh, residential property. I didn't know Uh, that. All right. Yeah, yeah, a bit of background on it. So it started with John and Anita Perkadani, who are actually, as we've been doing this interview, have walked both walked down the hall, um, meeting people in in the office as we speak. So they're actively involved, um, and 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 nurturing talent coming through. But we we've got you know nearly circa two hundred and thirty to two hundred and fifty people uh, working in the in the company across. From Dunsborough up to uh, Port Hedland, Caratha, Broome, um, and multiple franchises in WA, um, I would dare say that we have market share, especially in the residential space. Um, the commercial is certainly a, a growing brand that we've got, and it has been around for a long time, but certainly starting to get more um, headway with some heavily um, heavy recruitment. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I would dare say that we we do have plans, and we are looking to head. Eastern States and currently have a DFO in Adelaide, which we've just uh, will launch and turn dirt uh, or has turned dirt. We'll, 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 we'll be launching in, I think it's about six months. Okay. I didn't know that you had expansion plans coming east. So that's exciting. Yeah. So what do you look for when you're recruiting new talent? You say you've got plans to grow. What are you actually looking for within people in terms of the attributes that are going to fit well into, you know, what you're growing within the business and, and for your team specifically? Um, I think this. I'm, I'm going to say a slight swear word, Darren. So sorry for the the PC. You might have to blunt this out. But I think we we took um, a football factory mentality um, and a very sporting, obviously, hence myself background of a, a no dickhead policy. Um, sorry for that one. Um, That's all good. We yeah, and with that has been emulated and, and copied throughout AFL and, and soccer and, and multiple sports. Um, it's a locker room environment, and that that we can feel that, and we want to make sure that the people that are in the room that we're seeing every day that we want to be a mates with and can work with and have a good working environment. So, 
that's that's probably the key attribute. Um, I think we have nurtured and gone for younger talent, um, to be completely honest. And the reason for that is because of that football factory mentality is it's been a, f- a very competitive market here in WA for agents. Um, there's a lot of agencies here. There's a lot of tier one and tier two agencies. Um, and we weren't in the position to be able to go and you know, pay ridiculous salaries for, you know, someone more established. So we we had the mentality of trying to train them up and hence using yourself, Darren, while we're talking today um, as part of that process. But I think, you know, attributes of hardworking, trying to do things a little bit smarter than than, than potentially work harder, but like a bit smarter and, and trying to do things a little bit differently, thinking outside the box, creative, Um Again, you know the 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 culture that we're trying to embed was in, in very important, and that that goes down to the the, the no dickhead policy, um, and just honestly, just good people. All right, I think uh, no dickhead policy. I've um, that's acceptable for this <laughs> this forum, so I don't need to get the beep button out. Um, thanks for mentioning CRA success, and I did want to ask you a couple of questions about some of the work that we've done together because you appointed me to come and do some training with your team. Uh, it was a six-module program called Top Performer. Can you tell me what was the reason why you decided to appoint us to do that work with your team? Yeah, thank, no, definitely. I think there was there was a few reasons, to be completely honest. Um, I think the necessity to learn is 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 always going to be there, no matter what walk of life and wherever you're at. I think we can always learn. Um, I think the the you managed to, in my personal opinion, is corner a bit of a market in Australia um, for the services and the platform that you provide. I don't think there's many people or many businesses out there that I've seen that are doing and offering it quite like you do. Um, and or also is agile to be able to either jump in a plane, do it by Zoom, mix up the programming, be able to work in with the client. Uh, so, so that flexibility was something that we certainly felt was um, aligned with us um, and worked well with us. I think um, we did have, as mentioned before, a younger group of people that we we want to invest in and there's no better way to invest in younger talent than than through training and learning outcomes and with that also brings a group of people together and it is a three to five year plan it's it's not a 12 month overnight success although we did take a lot of outcomes from the, the crx cre success training top performer training um so yeah i, I think um, there's probably a few different answers in that, but yeah, they, they all sort of align to why why it um, why it worked. That was great, and I really appreciate the opportunity to work with you and your team. And I'd love to know: was the program what you expected, or was it not what you expected? Um, I think I think parts of it were certainly. I think there was there was um, the. You, you never, you never know, right? You never know until you meet the trainer, you you meet the person, you go through it, you you listen to the feedback that everyone in the room. Because I think we might have mentioned that sometimes the knowledge is also in the room. Um, the trainer obviously can guide that knowledge, but it it comes in the conversation, it comes in how people interpret the message, and that's that's kind of you never know what's going to happen until you're there in that in that room on on the on the day. And then also the way that the the message is is sent, whatever it's taught, whether it's prospecting, you know, whether it's client lists, whatever it is, whether it's social media profile or, or profiling, 
um, what people were going to take out from it in that message as well. So um, there were elements of things that I, I expected and and certainly things that I didn't. And, and also, I suppose, you know, things that might be important to me may not be important to someone that's been in the the, the game longer than I have or someone that's been in the game longer, less. So, um, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a diverse response. So I know it's only been a couple of months since we wrapped up the final module, but what's been some of the value for you and your team from going through the program? So it came at a really pivotal time for us. Um, I think it, it worked really well, to be honest, to coming at the end of 2022 uh, so that we could get together and really understand what we were wanting to do and have a vision for 2023. Um, so in that time, um, every everyone went away and we, we've we also, for the, basically for the next 12 months, which I don't know if many agencies have this, uh, and I, I can honestly say in my seven years that I, I haven't had this previously, but we've set out a 12-month program for our sales programs, uh, sales meetings and how they work. Um, and, 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 and systems in place. We've also run a, a share meeting, which will run conversely every second week based upon that for the next 12 months. A lot of the agents went away and basically realized where they want to position themselves as agents in the market. And, 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 and that can be in value. It can be in, you know, sector. It can be leasing. It can be sales, whatever it was. So there's a lot more understanding, greater understanding of that. Um, I think every single agent has walked away with a prospecting plan and what that looks like to them and their team. Um, which is amazing. Um, and, and just general numbers, um, of what it is they wanted to look at. Um, we at Realmark, and I'm going to have a bit of a plug here at Realmark, but, um, there was obviously the first portion of the, 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 um, top performer was very much based upon mental wellness and, and wellbeing and, and being in the right mindset. And, 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 and we, uh, offer, um, uh, four fully paid wellness days, so each quarter um, as part of the Realmark initiative. So essentially, if there is one of our, you know, one of our team is feeling that they're a little bit under pressure at work or at home, we we encourage them to take a day off a quarter, go play golf, go clear their head, make sure that they're you know in the right frame of mind to be at work. And I think that aligns well with that um, mind, body, soul, um, because it is quite a, a tiring job. So um, so I think that just sort of segues back onto what we're doing here as well. Awesome. I'm really pleased to hear about that alignment. When I speak to people, I like to understand if they could just describe the experience in one word, what it was like. And I'm putting you on the spot here. Is there a word that comes to mind to describe what the experience was like for you and your team of going through the program? Um, one word. I, I like... It's probably quite an interesting one, but I was just, the first thing that came to my head was evolution. <laughs> I don't know why. It was a bit. It was a bit of an evolving process. Yep. Um, whether evolution is the right word, but yeah, it's just it, it, it was ever evolving as the modules changed and the conversations changed and the feedback and and how that sort of worked. I think that's a good word to describe it. My recollection is that maybe some people maybe not skeptical, but, you know, they weren't sure if it was going to be a good use of their time. And I feel like people warmed up pretty quickly, particularly once we got into the prospecting material, and then people really started to engage more. So actually, I think evolution is a great word. Um, if you've got any advice for anybody who's either thinking of joining the program or a leader who's thinking of investing um, for their team to do the program, what would you say to them? Look, I'd, I'd give it definitely do it 100%. I'd give it give it a go. I think there's 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 no such thing as um there's no bad timing. There's no bad 
the money you'll earn back, whatever you spend, you'll earn it tenfold um, to get these guys and girls into a room and just to have some brainstorming and conversation that's different from the day to day is is one hundred percent recommended. And um, I would, uh, I dare say, we'll do it again. Brent, I really appreciate the opportunity to work with you and your team and to play a small role in what you're building in WA with Real Mark. Thanks so much for talking to me today. Thanks, Darren. Thanks for having me. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Brent. We got to find out, which I, I didn't know about, the uh, the expansion plans for RealMark. So if you like the sound of what Brent's sort of building and what RealMark is all about, and, and you're not a dickhead because they've got a no dickhead policy, uh, maybe get in touch with Brent and see what their plans are there. And if you're interested in top performer, it's something that we provide to our corporate clients, but we also provide to individuals. Now, if you're a team leader and you're interested in providing this training platform for your team, you can contact us via email, hello at cresuccess.co. Or if you're an individual and you'd like to invest in your own, I guess, capacity and your own future and your own development and take part in the Top Performer program. It is available to individuals. There are six modules in the program. We start off with personal excellence. We get into purposeful prospecting. Then we go into building your brand, ways to win, efficiency and effectiveness, and finally, client accumulation. We've got a page set up where you can register your interests and then we'll send you more information about the program. It is cresuccess.co forward slash top performer, all one word, cresuccess.co forward slash top performer. That is our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. And I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at CREsuccess.co.